Welcome to The Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, and supporter for nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, and healthy living taken from my main podcast called The Doctor's Kitchen Podcast. And if you want to learn how to eat well every day, check out my recipes, books, and free newsletter at thedoctorskitchen.com. Nutrition is incredibly complex, as you just described, with a number of different chemicals, a number of different pathways, a simple humble carrot can influence uh, on its ingestion. And on the subject of chemicals, um, you talked about uh, artificial sweeteners in one of your chapters, which I was really interested in because uh, I'm constantly asked about the safety of artificial sweeteners, the impact on the gut microbiota, and whether we should be accepting of these uh, novel chemicals in our food system. What are your thoughts on that? My thoughts uh, are, I've always been suspicious of um, the artificial sweeteners. Well, not always, actually. I I used to drink uh, Diet Cokes and Diet Pepsis um, 10 years ago, um, thinking they were much better for me. And they undoubtedly are better for your teeth. Okay, so if you've got some young kids addicted to this stuff and you can't get them off, at least you've stopped their teeth falling out if you switch them over. So that definitely something better. But uh, looking at all the trials in kids and adults where they switch people from regular, um, these regular sodas to uh, diet drinks, uh, all the meta-analyses show no benefit in terms of weight loss or diabetes. Mm. So that is weird, right? And, and the average, pers- average kid or adult was, was swapping two cans a day. So each can, I don't know, has 100 and, 30 calories or something. So we're talking 260 calories difference and no observable difference in weight or sugar in about 20 studies summarized. So it's clearly, uh, it's not neutral. You know, if it was just water, uh, you'd expect some benefit. And of course, they never really tested against water. None of the companies want to do that. So they won't pay for it. They want to you know, they will test against these other ones. But um, so that first of all, you know, you've got to think it must be doing something else bad to the body. Otherwise, you know, you'd get some benefit of of these uh, free, you know, zero calories or virtually zero. And so that's where these chemicals, which all act differently. So it is hard to, they don't all work in the same way. And it could be that some people react with one and not the other. But they do interfere with your gut microbes because most of them are de- derived from uh, petroleum and various other bits of carbon and industrial processes. They're not something that are, uh, with the exception of stevia, are actually in plants. Mm. Um, and even the, the stevia we drink isn't, uh, is only produced in, as a small fraction of, of, by plants. So... We, th- we think that they're interfering with the gut microbes. The gut microbes can't break them down. And they're like, it's just like hitting this, I don't know, like trying to swallow ball bearings or uh, something alien, some crystal that your body's never seen before, in, you know, despite millions of years of evolution, and sends off some other signals to the body that maybe increase inflammation or send increased appetite signals because of the sweetness. Um, or do other things uh, that 
are not neutral. And there is evidence they do reduce the diversity of your gut microbes as well. Mm-hmm. So I think generally it's a chemical that your microbes are not used to and maybe doing us some harm. Uh, and so I, I do worry that we're switching from one uh, evil to another. Uh, and this is sanctioned by the government with the sugar levy that without really proper studies and uh, you know it is amazing we're not doing really large-scale studies of this uh, if it if it was a pharmaceutical we'd have spent a billion pounds on this already to see if it was safe but we introduce new chemicals in food all the time with very little uh, in the way of safety checks and, and no long-term uh, follow-ups or anything I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day.